You're listening to Fitness Beyond Aesthetics. I'm your host, Estelle, and I'm super happy that you're tuning in today. I'm a certified personal trainer and life coach whose life within the health and fitness world has been pretty all over the place. So no matter where you are within your fitness journey, I can probably relate to it on some level. I know that fitness is for you and that you have a valued place in this world. I've had my fair share of ups and downs, insecurities, and honestly feeling like an outcast from exercise and fitness. Little did I know that I'd actually become a leader within this space and help women from all walks of life gain confidence, find freedom and understanding, and feel at home within the fitness world. In this podcast, my goal is to help you fall in love with exercise, become amazed by yourself, create healthy lifestyle changes, and break down that confusing gym and lifting stuff so that you can feel welcome and at home within the fitness world. Everyone is welcome here. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to another episode. We're going to be making this one pretty short and sweet because I am actually taking an Olympic lifting class this evening. I'm really looking forward to it this month of January. I've actually just been playing with my training the whole month. I have, surprisingly, this is going to be a shocker, I have not followed a program this month. This is not something I generally recommend, but because I've been exercising consistently for so many years, I have plenty of strength. It's not necessarily a concern for me. Um, I get plenty of rest. I keep my stress to a minimum. So here I am. I will be starting a program next month, but this whole month of January, I've just been having fun doing new things, trying new things. I've been going to my aerial silks class. I've been doing a little bit of CrossFit in addition to some different workouts here and there. Now they always have a common theme when I do my workouts, um, the same patterns of movement, but... I haven't been doing the exact same ones. I will be starting that next month, but not this month. And tonight I'm going to be doing some Olympic lifting. And also if you're listening to this and you're like, what is Olympic lifting? Go ahead and send me a DM because it is actually something I've been kind of wondering about for you guys. Now there's a lot of conflicting ideas within um, the lifting, weightlifting space. And part of this is due to that. There are many different styles of weightlifting. There's Olympic lifting. There's just general strength training. There's uh, bodybuilding, there's powerlifting. And while this is all weightlifting, they all have different concepts, different goals. And if you aren't familiar with this, it might be really confusing. You're like, wait, why is one person saying this while the other saying that? Each form of training has its pros and cons. And unless you understand the goal of that style of weightlifting, it's going to be really confusing. So if that's something you'd like for me to talk about, please send me a DM and let me know because I would love to share about that. But I want to make sure that this is something that's actually going to support you. So the topic we're going to be talking about today is where to start if you are either one, brand new to lifting or two haven't lifted in a while and when I say a while I mean like at least a year like you haven't done hardly anything for at least a year so the way I approach this is going to be different from let's say a group fitness fitness (laughs) group fitness instructor so I'm a personal trainer and the way that we're trained oh my goodness lemon the way that we are trained is different so when I was trained to be a certified personal trainer I take an individual and personal approach to every single person you know so I 
am not my specialty is not for groups i see things down to an individual level um which is awesome and you are going to see this the reason i'm explaining it is because you're going to see this and the way that i tell you to approach lifting if you are new to it or haven't done it in a while so there's different steps that we need to follow like if someone hasn't done weightlifting in a long time or they haven't ever done it I'm not going to tell them to go do like heavy back squats. There's obviously things that need to happen before then. So the first, first thing that we need to look at is how does your body move? So this starts with movement assessment. So we need to generally assess every single major joint in the body, like the neck, the upper back, the lower back. Uh, the shoulder, the scapula, your shoulder blades, your hips, your ankles, knees, toes. We need to see how all of these things are moving. And just so you know, while this is something I would want to do with a beginner, this is also something that I do from time to time, even with people who have been lifting a really long time, because like I've said so many times, daily life is not functional. It doesn't present us with a good situation for our body moving functionally. Like I have a corrective exercise specialist working with me because my, my posture is not ideal. My posture is not perfect. Is that because of my training? No, my, my training actually helps it a lot, but because of daily life, it's still not ideal. So I've literally never met any person that's like, yes, my posture is perfect. I don't have any pain anywhere. That just doesn't happen. So we need to start with a movement assessment, like several different movement assessments to see how your body is doing. From there, we can either just focus on the foundations, like making sure that all of those joints work really, really well. Um, and then we can build on that with primary movement patterns. Now I have another episode on this, which I'm going to link in the show notes. I think I called it like what in the world is a functional movement pattern. So this is, can also be called a primary movement pattern. This is things like squat, hinge, thrust, push, pull, carry, rotation, those kinds of movements. Um, these are all primary movement patterns and we can do this body weight, uh, lightweight or with heavy weight. So we want to start with body weight to lightweight to start practicing these patterns. And then once you're comfortable with them and you have them down, then we can start adding load to them. We can start adding moderate weight. We can start adding heavy weight. And then once you're really comfortable with that, if you want to, we can start adding plyometrics in. And plyometrics are the kinds of exercises where you are jumping around like box jumps, jumping squats, clapping push-ups. Those kinds of things constitute um, plyometrics. So just to recap there, like this natural progression, movement assessments, see how the body's moving, like what kind of corrective, corrective work do we need to do? Do we need to improve the mobility of your shoulders, of your hips, of your ankles? Because if you have limited ankle mobility, you're not going to be able to squat down very low, which prevents you from performing a primary movement pattern properly. And if you can't apply, if you can't perform it properly, we don't want to add load to it. So you can kind of see how this progression happens. So this is the progression I recommend following. Now, before you, I shouldn't say before you get into that, just some things to keep in mind is make sure you have a workout space set up. So if you're going to be working out at home, I highly recommend having an area of the house dedicated to exercise. And part of this is because the mind associates locations 
to actions. We associate food to the kitchen. We associate relaxation, maybe family time to the living room. We associate sleeping to the bedroom. And hopefully we don't associate eating in the bedroom and we don't associate, uh, let's see, like relaxation and family time. I don't know, maybe have that in the kitchen. I don't know. But you kind of are like in the office, you know, we don't want to mix these things. The mind associates actions to places. So... When you have a dedicated space to exercise and you consistently exercise in that area, your mind is going to start associating that action to that place. And it's going to get easier to do that action when you're in that place. That's why it's really important. It's also eliminating a barrier because you don't have to think about where you're going to work out. And hopefully you won't have to think about where your equipment is either or getting that down. And this might feel like a really small thing, like oh, my, my equipment is on the other side of the house or my equipment is up in a closet, but it's not that hard to get. I should be able to just get it down. But honestly, that is a barrier for lots of people. Why? Because we have so much else going on in life. We can't expect ourselves to do every single little thing because it's all the little things that add up. It is rarely one big thing that pushes us over the limit. It is typically lots of little things that we don't think matter that all add up and overflow our stress bucket. So get your workout equipment and put it in the space you're going to be working out in. Now, if you're able to just have it out, that's great. If you have kids, you need to keep it secured somewhere. Get the stuff that you need to do to do that because this is going to make your workouts so much easier. It's going to be much easier to be consistent with them. On top of that, I want you to be realistic with your schedule. So Sometimes when people get started again, maybe it's for the first time, maybe you haven't done this in a really long time and you're getting started again, we tend to expect too much of ourselves. Like, I'm going to do this Monday through Friday. And if you can, and that is reasonable for you, wonderful. But actually, what I recommend doing is starting with the minimum. So the minimum would actually be like two full body days a week, or maybe even three where you're doing an upper, a lower, and a full, and they're relatively short. That's the minimum. And the reason this is good is because we don't want to put too much on you at one time because you have other things going on in life. Now, once you get used to that and you're like, yeah, I feel good with my energy. I like this. If you want to increase the volume, go for it, but don't put too much on yourself. We kind of, what we want to do is get you to do the least amount of work for the most amount of results. And if you're not able to stay consistent with something because it was too much work, then you're not going to see any result from it, right? (laughs) So we want to make sure that you're doing something that you can stick to long-term. And while you're doing this, I want to make sure that you get the basics down, not just basics of exercise, because we need to have the the basics of a healthy lifestyle down before we start lifting heavy because it's these things that are going to support your lifting like sleeping enough and when I say enough I mean like at least eight hours eight hours a night uninterrupted if possible please sleep eight hours a night eating enough food please eat enough food and eat enough protein like depending on the person obviously the amount of food and the amount of protein is going to vary but for most women you should be eating like at least 120 grams of protein a day. 
at least. And this, honestly, it's not that hard to get. You do have to be strategic. And if you're not, if you're eating only like 50, 60 grams right now, it might feel impossible, but it's going to improve your energy so, so much. You're going to, you're going to gain muscle a lot faster and you're going to be a lot more satiated after your meals. It's going to help so, so much and you will get used to it. I promise. And you're going to love it when you do get used to it. In addition to that, hydration. Keep in mind, it is not just water your body needs. It's the minerals. So things like bone broth, juice, even adding trace mineral drops to your water. Um, like I like to add uh, sea salt into my water sometimes as uh, the minerals in there. So looking for different ways to get minerals in addition to that hydration element, the water will be super duper helpful. And finally, minimizing stress. There are other things we can do to, quote, get the basics down, but these I feel like are the basics of the basics, the things that are not complicated, the things that we all can be doing. And I'm not saying the basics are easy by any means. Getting enough sleep, eating enough food, hydrating, minimizing stress, these can be kind of difficult to get down. So focus on that while you stick with the minimum within your workouts, like the minimum work for maximum results, making sure you have that workout space ready to go. If you are someone who's open to going to the gym, please, please go to the gym. I absolutely love the gym. I actually feel like it's a very welcoming environment. And when you understand how to use the things in there, which you're only going to understand, like learn how to use them and understand if you go. You can't expect yourself to learn everything and then go in there and feel confident. That happens with time. That happens with action. So if you have the mental space and the time and the energy to do this, please go to the gym because you can't do your laundry when you're at the gym. You can't worry about your dishes at the gym. Your kids can't bug you at the gym. It is a space 100% dedicated to working out. And this is something that is going to fill you up. It's going to feel good because where else can you get that? I mean, unless you don't have kids and you have like a home gym or something, this is where you get that. So if you are open to going to the gym, I highly encourage you to do this. Uh, So just to recap here, I'm going to start from the beginning. If you're brand new to lifting or haven't lifted in a while, we want to start with movement assessments, then prioritize primary movement patterns, adding loads to the patterns, and then finally plyometrics. But that's like a year down the road. We don't need to worry about plyometrics right now. Make sure you have a workout space ready to go with your equipment easily accessible there. If you are willing to do it, please go to the gym. That is going to benefit you long term because it is space 100% dedicated to working out. Keep your workouts to a minimum. I recommended two full body days or an upper, a lower, and a full body day. Um, We want to look at minimum work maximum gains. Focus on getting the basics down. Sleep, food, hydration, stress, minimization. (laughs) Those are the basics because those things are going to support you in your future goals. If you are new to lifting, if you have not done this in a really long time, I just created a brand new free mini course called the beginner's guide to weightlifting and the gym free mini course. So I'm going to put the link down for that in the show notes. You want to join this course if you know you need to get started, but you don't know where. You want to be more consistent with exercise, but you always fall off track. You're overwhelmed by all the noise in the fitness industry, and you just want some clarity and simplicity in in here. Like like I said, with the different types of weightlifting, it can be really confusing. So this is going to give you that clarity and simplicity. We want to focus on the basics before we start gathering all this extra information that ultimately doesn't matter right now. 
This course is going to teach you how incredible weightlifting is so that you can be motivated to start and keep going. It's going to give you tips for how to get started either at home or building confidence in the gym. It's going to take you through some common barriers that women experience and how to overcome them. You're going to learn how to get stronger and track your progress for efficiency. And it's going to take you through the best next step you can go through after you've completed the course. So that is in the show notes. If you want to win a free call with me in the month of February, leave a review on this podcast. It supports me. It shows me that you love me. It helps my message reach more people. After you've left that, after you've left that review, screenshot it, send it to me in a DM on Instagram at Estelle C Fitness. That's E-S-T-E-L-L-E, the letter C, and then the word fitness. And you will be entered to win a free call with me. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so glad you were able to catch this episode of Fitness Beyond Aesthetics. I hope that it helped bring more clarity to your life within the health and fitness world, and that in turn empowers you to keep moving forward. I don't believe we will ever have the answers to everything, but we can continue to learn and keep an open mind. If there's a topic you'd like to learn more about, please email me using the link in the show notes. If you'd like to explore different ways to work together, check out my website at estellecfitness.com. That's Estelle, my name, the letter C for my middle name, and the word fitness.com. If you want to get to know me better, I highly suggest following me on Instagram at Estelle C Fitness. I'd love it if you sent me a DM to connect, or if you just want to stalk me on there, that's fine too. Until next time, friend, have a lovely day.